When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's talk some NBA here. Season opens tonight. The Heat open tomorrow night. Raja Bell, you could hear him. Uh, Bell and Canell, CBS Sports. You could check out the podcast. Hey, Raja, how you doing this morning? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Now, you like how I know I know it says Canell and Bell, but I decided I went Bell and Canell. Like, I gave you respect there Listen. by putting your name first. There is a much better room to that. I've lobbied for that since the inception of the show. I don't know. I think Danny has it in his contract, but I appreciate you making the effort. Well, and, and I and I told I, I told uh, Danny when we spoke to him a few weeks ago. My, I don't know if, if you're aware of this. He wasn't aware of the description on the podcast. So I'm going to tell you right now the description of your podcast here. Okay, Canel and Bell. It says on the description, Danny and Raja combined to come off the bench 241 times in their 18 years in the pros. And now they're coming up the bench behind the microphone five times a week. Did you know that that's a description? I think it's awesome. I did, I did not know that that was the description. But, like, I, listen, for the sake of the pod, I will consider myself a career bench player. Um, <laughs> when I talk amongst friends, I consider myself a career starter. Yes. Okay. There you go. Very good. Uh, and, of course, for folks who, who don't remember, I mean, Roger Bell guarded Kobe Bryant as well as anyone, okay, during Kobe Bryant's career. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. So the NBA starts out tonight. The Heat start tomorrow. Let, let, let's get right to it with what's going on with the Heat right now, Roger. Now, you're, you're a South Florida guy. You live down here. So even though you never played for the Heat, you know what's going on. And we're, we're all quite a bit aggravated with the situation with Dion Waiters right now, okay? And, and Waiters, you know had some type of disagreement with the coach on the bench on Friday night. Uh, then he was suspended the next day. Pat Riley suspended him for tomorrow night's season opener. And then Dion, which is so today's NBA, Raja. Dion then went on social media and was throwing shots at Eric Spolstra. He was laughing at people who were saying that Tyler Hero is better than him, blah, blah, blah. What do you make of that whole situation, Raja? Yeah, that's a mess. It's not um, certainly not in, in line with what you expect out of the Heat organization who are as professional as anybody out there. Um, I do have some experience with Dion. I was, I was in the front office with the Cleveland Cavs um, the year LeBron came back and we wound up trading Dion. So, you know, when it happened, I didn't think it was super surprising for Dion because, you know, I was tasked at the time with having conversations uh, with with Dion revolving around, hey, look, we have Kyrie, we have LeBron, and while yes, you're a really good player, you're going to have to be, you know, at least the third, possibly the fourth, because Kevin Love is also here, person in line to 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 eat, if you will. And but if you can do that, uh, we could potentially win a championship. You'll have that on your resume, and then you'll go out in the marketplace, and you'll probably command top dollar. Uh, just because of the team circumstances. And I- I've had that conversation multiple times with Dion, and it just never really sunk in. Like, he couldn't wrap his mind around it. So when this pops up with Tyler Hero, it's it's not surprising to me from Dion's perspective, but it's certainly not in line with what I would expect to come out of the heat camp. And I would imagine there's going to be further, you know, disciplinary action taken by by the club. You can't have him on social media taking shots at your coach. That's a terrible look. You know, and, and it makes sense what you're saying there from your experience with Dion that he just couldn't wrap his head around the idea because, you know, we played a clip uh, last hour of Dion from a year and a half ago talking about when Hassan was having some troubles 
and he was giving advice to Hassan, saying, listen, just go out there, let your play speak for itself, don't worry about coming off the bench, uh, get back in the gym, I would work harder, and Dion is in that spot right now, and like I said, apparently he just can't wrap his head around it. Yeah, it, you know what? It, I just talked about this on the pod a few minutes ago. When, when NBA guys, like when you ask them who's better, right? Like, so if you said to me, like, who do you like? Who are you going to take? Uh, Russell Westbrook or Steph Curry? Well, you know, obviously Steph Curry's got all the championships. He's modernized the game. Like, he's changed the whole dynamic, you know, of the NBA. But I'd be tempted to take Russell Westbrook because when I, when you ask me the question, I think about it in a one-on-one situation. Mano e mano, like, put two guys on a court, and who's going to be the first one to 11? And, you know, that that's the way we kind of wrap our minds around it sometimes. And I think Dion falls victim to that. Like, if you said, hey, man, if I put you and Tyler Hero out there on the court, um, would you be Tyler Hero right now? The, the answer to that, that probably, yeah, he probably would. Like, right. he's, he's, you know, he's uh, Tyler's a young player. Now, that's not all that an NBA, like, who's starting and who's coming off the bench conversation revolves around. There's a lot of things at play here organizationally we're in a different spot um Tyler may fit the role of what we need out of this position more than you do there are a lot of other factors that play in to who gets the minutes on an NBA court and that's the business of basketball and unfortunately sometimes you know some guys don't really understand those dynamics they see purely in a vacuum that I can do these things and I don't know that he can do them and I should be getting the minutes and that's not always the way it works now, we're talking about preseason play, and he's already frustrated, apparently, with his minutes in preseason play and coming off the bench in preseason. But we had this problem with Hassan Whiteside during the regular season last year where he was really frustrated because he wasn't getting the minutes in the fourth quarter. He felt like he deserved. And I was pretty critical of the coaching staff in that spot because I felt like if you have a $100 million player, whether he should have gotten that contract or not, and it's Hassan Whiteside and you know what you're getting out of him mentally, then you know that you're going to have a disgruntled Hassan Whiteside if you're limiting his minutes in the fourth I feel like with Dion Waiters I wonder if there's a little bit of that as well like is there any responsibility on the coaching staff to know that with Dion Waiters you just alluded to it when he was in Cleveland with you he even had this complex where he doesn't want to you know take a step back for guys like LeBron James so if you're getting that out of Dion Waiters his entire career should there be any responsibility on the coaching staff that if he's on the bench during the preseason you're going to get a disgruntled Dion Waiters or if Tyler Hero is getting the start over him or minutes when Tyler Hero hasn't been here for a cup of coffee? Uh, yeah, I would. I, yeah, that's a great. Um, it, it's a great way to look at it. And I, I, you know, I said this when they signed Hassan, and things kind of went sideways. Like you had to know that there was potential for that to take place, right? Like leopards don't change their spots when you give them a hundred million dollars. Like, right? They, they they just are more emboldened to do what they did uh, from the beginning. And this was you know, an issue with Dion at times, or at least it was the narrative around Dion at times uh, in the NBA is whether or not um, he may just be too good for his own good, right? Like just good enough to think that the ball should be his all the time. And then just not good enough for that to translate, you know, into a, into a lot of wins for your team. And so it puts him in this weird space Uh, to answer your question. Yeah. That to some degree that is on the coaches, um, but it's on the organization as well to understand, like, listen, here's the potential problem we've identified, We've got, you know, Kendrick Nunn and we've got Tyler Hero, and these are good, young, valuable pieces because of the contracts that they're on. Um, and we've got Dion in a contract that may or may not be, you know, really appealing to us at this point. We're going to have to start making a shift maybe, and we've got to navigate that, and we've got to have a plan laid out, not, not just the coaches, but the front office and the organization as well. Uh, how, we're, how are we going to navigate this? Because you know there's a, there's a possible, uh, you know, disgruntled player 
and Dion, and you can't have that if you guys are trying to make the playoffs. What do you think? We got Raja Bell here with us. Again, Canel and Bell, you could hear their podcast, CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ. It's a really fun podcast. They talk about their kids a lot. That's relatable to me because both their kids, they play sports and that whole deal. So you go check those guys out. Uh, you've, you've been in locker rooms where you've had problems with coaches, okay? And so now Dion has got an issue with the coach. Like, how should that get settled? Like, do you think Eric Spolstra just kind of, you know, minds his business and Dion's got to get on board like everyone else? Or does he need to sit down with him and hash things out? No, I think uh, communication is key. Look, I had an I had an issue with the coach. Um, you know, my last go around in, in, in Utah, and Tyrone Corbin and I got sideways, and it's not unlike completely what's happening with Dion in that we had an altercation kind of on the bench. Some things were said, and what what didn't take place afterwards was was communication. We we just kind of decided we weren't going to speak anymore. We went our separate ways, and you know, it became an irreparable situation. Now, the good news for them was I wasn't on a deal like like Dion's and so it was you know I was later in my career and it was just going to go away after a year Dion there's still some life left in that deal there and you've got to figure out um either to get him on the reservation and get the value out of him for your team or make him appealing enough to where you can move him in either case scenario I think there has to be some kind of meeting of the minds we have to figure out you know if you don't want to be here anymore and this isn't the role that you're going to accept well we've all got to work together to facilitate getting you out of here or hey, you want to be a part of this, and we still want you to be a part of this. We still have to come to the table and figure out how we can facilitate that happening. But to let it go without any communication is a recipe for disaster, and I know that firsthand. Are you, uh, Raj, are you a Jimmy Butler fan? Like, what do you make of the player who takes it super serious and wants everyone to work uh, as hard as they do? Like, is that teammate annoying, or do you like it? <laughs> Look, I like Jimmy Butler. I'm a fan of Jimmy Butler's. Um, you know, he's, he's got an incredible work ethic. It depends, right? It depends on what point of the season we're in, whether we're winning or not. Um, did I get a good night's sleep the night before or not? Like, generally, generally, I think it's a good culture to have, and it's in, in, in alignment with what the Heat preach. Um, but sometimes that can wear thin, especially in the dog days um, of the season. And if it's not translating and we're kind of out of a playoff hunt, like those things can start to rub people the wrong way. But right now, trying to set a culture – relatively young team trying to make some noise in a wide open Eastern Conference. I really like it. You got uh you got a couple NBA games tonight to tip off the season. Should the should the Pelicans fan be worried about uh Zion Williamson right now? You know, he had injuries at, at Duke. He got nicked up a little bit summer league and now six to eight weeks to start the season. What do you make of that? Yeah, I think you gotta have some concern. Um I'm hoping uh for the Pelicans and for Zion that this is just one of those things that that uh, an NBA player or any athlete would go through, and I hope it's not a, a sign of things to come. But I'm always I, – I, I kind of draw a parallel with D. Rose when he was a younger player, and I watched him, and I watched the way he just violently, you know, cut, and he violently, you know, rose up to the rim. I mean, all the torque that was applied, you know, to the to the to to your joints and, and to these ligaments. And I, and I did wonder, like, how much can the human body take of that? And when I watched Zion – like it's the same type of movements. They're just really, really forceful and and vertical moves. And he's carrying a lot of weight. He's the third heaviest NBA player in the league. Sec- I mean, third only to Boban Marjanovic and Taco Fall. They're both over seven three. So it's a lot of weight uh, that he's moving like that. And you know, again, he looks like a phenomenal finisher. I, I hope that this is just one of those you know freak things where he landed wrong. Uh, but if I were a New Orleans Pelican front office member or a fan there, I, I would have some concern. 
And finally here, Raja, you got Lakers and Clippers is the late game tonight. I mean, that's going to be a big-time attraction. Uh, what do you make when you see headlines before the season has even started where it's the Clippers' championship to lose? I mean, can they play a single game, Raja? <laughs> can they play a single game? I'm with you, and I'm not buying the Clippers um, to just run away and hide with this thing. I I love Paul George. I, I love I love Kawhi. Um, but you remember you saw Sports Illustrated cover right with the with the Nets. Uh, with their team and the new yeah right yep. Um, after that, I mean, we're talking Landry Shamit. We're talking about uh, you know I don't know pieces that that aren't just household names, right? Like they're nice pieces, but these aren't like guys that that I would necessarily just trust to bring home a championship. I love Patrick Beverly. He's a guy cut from, like, uh, uh, my similar cloth. But I'm not ready to just co-sign on that team being deep enough to win a championship. And I do think that there's something to LeBron having the time off that he had for the first time in a very long time. I agree. Both, like, spiritually, mentally, and physically. Um, And he's, he's, you know, AD is a special talent. It hasn't always translated to wins. But you pair those two together, and I'm I'm definitely not ready to just crown the Clippers uh, NBA champs. I agree. Excellent job, Raja. Again, check uh, check Raja and Danny Cannell, Cannell and Bell, CBS Sports. You get the podcast. Uh, am I leaving anything out? Uh, pl- 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 plug away here, Raja. What else can people check you out on? No, we're good, man. I'll see you at the J this weekend. I'm assuming <laughs> we have games, right? Multiple games this weekend? I know. We got a million Jewish holidays. You know, you never know when there's a game or not. But I think this weekend we're good yeah. to go. There we go. I'll see you over. All right, Raja. Thanks a lot, man. That's Raja Bell. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.